Faith, Hope and Love, episode 175, the 22nd Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year C. Father's Day is celebrated at different times of the year all around the world. In Ireland, the United Kingdom, India, Mexico, the USA and so many other nations, is the third Sunday of June. Whilst in many Catholic nations since the Middle Ages, it coincided with St. Joseph's Feast in March, and Italy and Spain and others still celebrate it then. But in Australia, it's this weekend, the first Sunday of September. Whenever it is, we give thanks for all fathers, for their love, their care, their generosity. We pray that God grants them joy in their families and friends and health and strength. And for all fathers who have passed into eternal life, may God give them a permanent place at the heavenly feast that never ends, for all their goodness and kindness. With the readings this weekend, isn't it interesting that some lessons from our Lord almost everyone remembers and observes? For example, this weekend's Gospel, about not taking the best seat, but taking the least seat at the table, lest the best seat is reserved for someone else. That lesson, I reckon, is very much observed, and that's great. What is a little sad, though, is that people remember that part of the message, but don't always see that our Lord was teaching this lesson not so that people would be considered wise when invited to a formal dinner party, but he was using this as an example of how we should live in our daily lives. Sadly, many people make sure they don't look like they're prideful by assuming they're the most important person at a dinner table, but not so many take the same care to make sure they don't act in their workplace, in their home or in the community as if they're the top cat. Our Lord invites us to a healthy humility, an openness to others, a respect, an equality, giving and helping those most in need, and acting not to gain favours. God is generous and giving, and our Lord is the most important person to walk the earth, and yet he became servant of all. He was the one who stripped himself of everything that he was rightly entitled to, for the sake of the kingdom. This is Faith, Hope and Love. When I was a child My speech and thoughts were like a little child But as an adult put away those words A child no longer now but speaking as a man Faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love Have mercy on me, O Lord For I cry to you all the day long O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of mercy to all who call to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone, and may our Lord's generosity inspire us all. And may God bless all fathers on this Father's Day in Australia. 
Father's Day is uh, celebrated throughout the world on different dates and uh, we pray for all fathers that they be blessed. On this 22nd Sunday of the year, we unite our mind and heart to praise and worship our loving God. Brothers and sisters, the Lord is full of mercy and compassion, and so as we prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. Thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, Let us pray. God of might, giver of every good gift, put into our hearts the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Sirach. Chapter 3, 
verses 17 to 20 and 28 to 29. My child, perform your tasks with humility. Then you will be loved by those whom God accepts. The greater you are, the more you must humble yourself, so you will find favour in the sight of the Lord. Many are lofty and renowned, but to the humble the Lord reveals his secrets. For great is the might of the Lord, but by the humble he is glorified. When calamity befalls someone proud, there is no healing, for an evil plant has taken root in them. The mind of the intelligent appreciates proverbs, and an attentive ear is the desire of the wise. The Word of the Lord God, in your goodness, you have made a home for the poor. The just shall rejoice at the presence of God. They shall exult, dance for joy. O sing to the Lord, make music to his name. Rejoice in the Lord, exult at his presence. The father of the orphan, defender of the widow, such is God in his holy place. God gives the lonely a home to live in. He leads the prisoners forth into freedom. You poured down, O God, a generous rain. When your people were starved, you gave them new life. It was there that your people found a home, prepared in your goodness, O God, for the poor. God, in your goodness, you have made a home for the poor. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 18 to 19 and 22 to 24. Brothers and sisters, you have not come to something that can be touched, a blazing fire, and darkness and gloom and a tempest and the sound of a trumpet and a voice whose words made the hearers beg that not another word be spoken to them. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 14, verses 1 and 7 to 14. On one occasion, 
When Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, the lawyers and Pharisees were watching him closely. When Jesus noticed how the guests chose the places of honour, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honour. In case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host, and the host has invited both of you, may come and say to you, Give this person your place. And then in disgrace you would start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, Friend, move up higher. Then you will be honoured in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Jesus said also to the Pharisee who had invited him, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or sisters or your relatives or rich neighbours, in case they may invite you in return, and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame and the blind, and you will be blessed, because they cannot repay you for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord I'd just like to add my personal Happy Father's Day to all our dads in the community. May God bless you and grant you peace and joy and we do pray for all dads who have gone before us in gratitude. May they now be enjoying the peace, joy and mercy of the eternal banquet kingdom. The readings this weekend remind us of some common catchphrases in general society. What's in it for me? What can I get out of this? What can this person do for me? People in our Lord's Day ask the same kind of questions, and indeed those kind of attitudes are still common in this day and age. God must be so disappointed in this kind of mindset because this kind of thinking is alien to God's way of thinking. God's ways are completely opposite to this. God is the most loving of fathers, only wanting to give and to keep giving for his beloved children, whom he loves unconditionally, to encourage them, to guide them, to nourish and provide for them, to give them what they need in due season, to protect and defend them. God asks questions not like, what's in it for me, and what can I get out of this, but rather, how shall I help others? What shall I give this one? What shall I do for this person? Today's Gospel is about Jesus teaching us the virtue of humility, but the challenge today is not about watching others practice humility, but rather focusing upon whether we ourselves are willing to be truly humble. Truly humble people are very much loved. They make life easier for people around them, no matter how great they might be considered by others. Humble people take up the burdens and responsibilities of community without drawing attention to themselves. Humble people serve others with joy without counting the cost or expecting payback. Humility is really about being honest about how things really are between us and God. 
We are truly humble when we live the truth of the fact that all good things come from God, and to God our gratitude is owed. And that if we do any good in this world, it's ultimately thanks to God and God's grace and guidance, rather than by any merit we've achieved on our own. This can seem like a jarring way of looking at things, especially since modern society seems to promote the opposite worldview. If we help the poor or include the marginalised, and when we serve others without counting the cost, it's not as if we're doing something particularly praiseworthy, but rather we're just living the way God acts all the time. God always acts out of love by nature. God does not base his actions on duty, and nor does God give back according to how God is treated, thank goodness. Rather, our God responds out of compassion and love. God is not punitively reacting, but generously proactive and giving. The message of today's gospel could be summed up by a saying the Jewish rabbis would have known well. The best kind of giving is when the giver does not know who they are giving to and the receiver does not know whom they are receiving from. Because then it's just pure gift. It's giving simply for the sake of itself, with no self-interest and no possible expectation of return. Jesus wants to totally break that kind of mindset revealed in the following saying. Hospitality is a lively sense of the favours yet to come. Hospitality, rather, is an engagement with others, not for what it can gain, but for including those who cannot presently participate by the rules and expectations of a rather calculating culture. Also, in today's Gospel, what Jesus is teaching are not fine points of etiquette or table manners, or the best way to show that you're a civilised person when you're invited to dinner. Rather, Jesus is promoting an interior attitude that really demonstrates where we stand. That is, do we consider ourselves to be the centre of the universe, or are we willing to be honest and to be truly servant to others? The way of Christ is the latter, for the self-centred will end up lost, but those who serve others and open their hearts to all will find fulfilment. Such people, and we're invited to be among them, will gain everything, everything that's needed for life, on fire for God and for the things of God. Jesus acted like this in his lifetime, and so we should as followers of Christ. The so-called religious leaders of Jesus' time had really gone off the point. They sat there glaring at Jesus, watching him, and not with love in their hearts, trying to find fault with him, when all they were really doing was ignoring those most in need, whilst hobnobbing with people who could benefit them, in direct contradiction to the whole message and emphasis of God's law and priorities. All Jesus was doing was acting out of his nature, his compassion, curing those in need, welcoming people considered of no value, who were actually very much cherished children of God too. Throughout history, it's a recurring mystery of human life. How do we get things so mixed up in our attitudes and actions? How do we get our Lord's message so wrong? Let's pray to Jesus that we're always given a wonderful sense of proportion, of generosity, of a spirit of self-giving, of compassion, 
reverence towards all our fellow people, and of course, most importantly, an honest and deep-seated humility. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. With confidence in God upon whom we depend for every gift, let us pray. For the leaders of the Church, that they may inspire all Christians to work for a better world. Lord, hear us. For the leaders of government, that they may have the wisdom to help people to develop their talents, to bring beauty and pleasure into the world. Lord, hear us. For all who have a disability, that the Lord will assist them to value and develop their gifts. Lord, hear us. For all fathers, that they may be blessed, and those fathers who have gone to their eternal rest, may they be rewarded. Lord, hear us. For ourselves, that we may learn to act justly, tenderly and humbly before the Lord. Lord, hear us. For our dead, that with their sins forgiven they may have light, happiness and peace, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of all, as we pray for the world and its people, we ask you to grant our petitions. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. May this sacred offering, O Lord, confer on us always the blessing of salvation, that what it celebrates in mystery it may accomplish in power. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you laid the foundations of the world and have arranged the changing of times and seasons. You formed man in your own image and set humanity over the whole world in all its wonder to rule in your name over all you have made and forever praise you in your mighty works through Christ our Lord.
And so with all the angels we praise you, as in joyful celebration we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you. Let us pray. Renewed by this bread from the heavenly table, we beseech you, Lord, that being the food of charity, it may confirm our hearts and stir us to serve you in our neighbour. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for taking this time to listen to God's word and to praise God for his goodness and care. And again, may all fathers be blessed. And may we always show our gratitude for the love and care that fathers give. The Lord be with you. A special blessing for fathers, all fathers who are still living, that they may be blessed with joy, health and peace, and for those who have gone to God, that they now be enjoying the eternal reward of their goodness and kindness. This is taken from the Apostle Paul, based on Ephesians. May God, out of his glorious riches, strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. May you, being planted and established in love, have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long, how high and deep is the love of Christ. And may you know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. May God, who is utterly able, do immeasurably more for you and in you than all you could ever ask or imagine. 
May God bless all fathers, now and those who are in heaven, and all of us, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts are used for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. The Roman Missal, Prayers and Chants, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy. The Bible, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963, The Grail, Collins Publisher. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg's Together We Pray, 1993, E.J. Dwyer, Australia. Mass for St. Ralph Sherwin, Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky, featuring the Gloria, copyright 2011, www.ccwatershed.org, forward slash Charbonnel. Faith, Hope and Love, theme, 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, Original music, copyright 1996, Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you.